Backpack Media, I'm Trevor Muir, and you are listening to Stories from School. This is a show where real people tell real stories from their school experiences. All of us, whether rich or poor, girl or boy, young or old, from the city or the country, all of us went to school in some way, shape, or form. It wasn't always fun. In fact, it was sometimes awful and boring and tedious and challenging and enlightening and scary and an adventure. It was school. We all did it. And if you're a teacher or a parent or a student, you're still doing it. And quite often, it can make for some really great stories. Stories that make us laugh and sometimes cry and reminisce with nostalgia. These stories have the power to move us. So we thought we'd make a show and every other week share stories from school. Sometimes from teachers to give you a behind-the-scenes look, but also from business people and moms and dads and grandpas and British people and truck drivers and doctors and anyone else with a story to tell. Because this is such a shared experience, we can all relate. Kind of like the Breakfast Club, bad haircuts and all. So there are three types of fun. Type 1 fun is fun at the time and fun to retell later on. Type 2 fun is awful at the time, but makes for a great story. It's it's fun to remember. And type 3 fun is just awful at the time and later on. It's actually not fun at all. We should probably call it something else. The first year of being a teacher is filled with all of them. Melissa is a veteran teacher with a story from her first month of teaching that I think you'll agree with me was definitely type 2. Have some type 1 fun listening. I like to share with new teachers about my first year experience in the first four weeks specifically because I think it will help them remember that they can get through anything. So here's what happened my first four weeks of school. I student taught in the school that I got my job at. So I knew all the staff and they were close friends. And the school year started and I had a great first week. Wonderful first year class, everything ran smoothly. My second week of school, I ate lunch with the same people. There was a veteran teacher who had taught for some 40 years that I ate lunch with. And there was another colleague who was a first year teacher. And she and I used to sit together and just talk about how we're going to make it through the day, and the next day, and the next day. And I'm a creature of habit and would eat the same thing for lunch, just because it was easy and I didn't have to think about it. One of those little tuna packs, a thing of Diet Coke, an apple, and a Ziploc bag of pretzels. I went to open my tuna can, and I sliced my finger in between my thumb and my first finger. Big, like wide open. And I turned to my friend Michelle and said, oh my God, I've just cut myself And typical teacher, reading her news, go run it under cold water. And I was like, yeah, okay, I'll go run it under cold water. Freaking out, because I can see things that I probably shouldn't see. So I was running it under cold water, and the veteran teacher yells, come here, let me look. And I was like, okay. So I go over and show her. She's like, oh, clamp that back up. You're headed to the office and probably to the hospital. And I was like, no, I don't have any plans ready for the afternoon. Like, they're all in my head and everything. So I thought, ugh. So I get into the office, in sitting with me is this student who unfortunately in the second week of school had been in the office very often, and he's yelling at me that I'm sitting in his sick bed seat. (laughs) So I'm thinking, this is not happening to me. 
So they give me an ice pack, which breaks open, and I think, now I've got chemicals in my hand. This is just the worst. And so I end up in Concerta, sitting in the waiting room with my principal, and the guy sitting next to me has a nail protruding through his foot, and they're saying to me, like, don't worry, you'll be next. We'll get you, we'll get you in. And they call him, and he turns to me and he says, little lady, I'm on the union time. I can stay here all day. You go in. So I'm thinking, oh, thank God, I can get out of here. So I tell my principal, so I'm laying there. I get seven stitches, totally stitched up. She's like, you ready to go back to teach? Yep, I'm in it. I'm in. So the doctor says to me, you have to hold your hand up above your heart. And I'm left-handed. It was my left hand. So I get back in, and they're like, would you like to finish your lunch? And I'm like, yeah, I'm so hungry. Yes. There is my lunch with my bloody tuna can, my pretzels, my apple, and all my stuff. And I keep thinking, I, I need to teach. And someone calls on the phone and says, can you tell her to hurry up? Because I've been covering her class, and I don't know what to do with these kids anymore. And I was like, OK. So I got back down to the classroom with my left hand above my head and taught the rest of the day because that's what I needed to do. No one told me that I could go home or say, like, I'm on pain meds or anything like that. So I finished the day. The next day comes. It's Wednesday, and our superintendent comes to school, and the staff is, they give you the pile of stuff at your first staff meeting in which you're so overwhelmed. I couldn't even hear what the superintendent was saying what my principal was saying, nothing, because I was looking at like insurance forms that I needed to send to kids free and reduce lunch information. I had no idea what I was doing. And so I just sat there, and then I heard someone say, we'd like to honor someone today because they've had such a great start to the school year. And I was like, that is so cool. That is so nice that someone is getting honored today. And all of a sudden, the superintendent says, it's called the Golden Tuna Award. And I was like, oh my god. They had taken the tuna lid, spray painted it gold, and they brought their cameras and they handed it out to me as the Golden Tuna Award. Week three came along and typical routine, it's a Tuesday, I'm sitting next to my colleague, she's reading the paper. I go to have my tuna, which I can't believe I still ate, but my tuna, my pretzels, my apple, and my Diet Coke. And I open up my pop, and I turn to Michelle and say, oh my God, someone's drinking a beer in the lounge. Can you smell it? She's like, oh my God, just don't look at anyone. We don't know anything. And I was like, okay, I don't know anything. And I turn to take a sip of my Diet Coke, and it's really a beer. And I think, oh my God, it's me. And I turn to Michelle, and I'm like, oh my God, I'm drinking a beer in the teacher's lounge. I'm surely going to get fired. And one of the veteran teachers sees me get up and sneak over to the sink, and I'm pouring it out, and she yells, put it in the fridge. We'll drink it after school. And I was like, oh my God, there's no way. And so I pour it out. And I sit down, and I'm mortified. I'm, sh I'm like, if anyone tells what happens, I'm done for. And so the next morning, there's an announcement. Could the staff please come to the staff lounge? We've got some treats in the lounge. Someone brought rum cake. They brought little liqueurs and chocolates, all in my honor to have breakfast with alcohol. I, oh, third week of school, my mom says to me on Tuesday morning, because I lived at home, she says, Melissa, Whatever you do, just have a normal day. 
don't do anything stupid. And I was like, I promise I'll have a good day at school. So thank God, I felt I broke the Tuesday curse. Nothing happened on Tuesday. Wednesday, nothing happened. Thursday, nothing happened. Friday, it fell apart again. I had to do car duty, like all good teachers. I went outside, and our job was to open the doors for students, put them in, and wish them well on their way home. Uh, a Ford Aerostar, I think that's what it is, or an Aerostar minivan comes up, and Jillian is standing next to me, and she goes to hop in, and the window was down in the door. So Jillian hops in, and her dad, Mr. Asaki, yells, have a great day. Jillian doesn't see that my head is in the door, so she puts her hands in the closed down window, pulls on the door in which my head hits in between the two frames of the door, and my principal is looking at me like, oh my gosh, you're a hot mess. She's like, get in the building, just get in the building. I mean, my head was ringing, and the girl's like, have a good weekend, Miss McDermott, and I was like, no problem, thank you. I got inside, and the staff was like, you probably have a concussion, because she pulled the door so hard. I got home, my mom woke me up all night, and now, looking back at my first year, of course, there were tons of teaching stuff that happened, but the first three, four weeks, I realized I could do anything. I drank a beer by accident, I had to get stitches, like my head got slammed in the car. And so now when there are new teachers and they say that they had a bad day and they truly did have a bad day in which they feel like their career potentially is going down the tanks, I say, don't worry, I have a story to tell you. It'll make you feel so much better about what your teaching life is going to be like. Because I think new teachers need a little hope. And boy, my first four weeks of school gave them a lot of hope. <laughs> New teachers, please do not bring beer to school. Some institutions seriously frown on that. Melissa, that was a great story. Thank you for sharing it with all of us. I'm Trevor Muir, and this has been a production of Backpack Media. This episode was produced by myself and Brad Wilson. And next week, you're going to hear from John, a grown adult who was once an awkward eighth grader who learned a very hard lesson of what it means to be courageous. If you have a story from school that you would like to share on the show, please let us know. You can email a brief synopsis of your narrative to story at bkpk.media. Keep up with stories from school and all of the shows in Backpack Media by visiting bkpk.media. That's bkpk.media. We're also on Twitter at bkpkstories, and I'd love to connect with you myself at Trevor Muir. Now, go share with your friends stories from when you were in school. They will probably be able to relate. <laughs>